Tim Cahill. Oh, what a response. A sensational volley. It's Lionel Messi. He scored. The goal the world wanted. Towards Suarez. Who puts Uruguay ahead? Wouldn't you just know it? He's back. Here's Jan. Chance as a merchant. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 2 of season 2, that rhymes pretty well, uh, of On The Bench. My name is Joseph Esposito and I'll be your host again for tonight and I'll be lo- joined here as per usual by Oliver and Stefan. Boys, how are we going? Good, Very thanks good. Espo. How are you mate? Very good. Not bad, not bad. Well, we are we are a man short. I believe um, our tech man Lachlan is currently actually uh, lounging on the beach in Malta uh, with his family. So, um, He's on route to the World Cup. En route, en route to the World Cup. We will be, um, Lachlan will be doing a bit of uh, video content for us. We'll be catching up with him doing, yes, yeah, some video content um, when he's over there, obviously, to get a real feel of how it's all going. I guess firsthand, we're very, very lucky to have, um, you know, someone this close to us uh, that's going to be over there. So, yeah, unfortunately, he couldn't make it tonight, but um, I think he's... <laughs> for good reason, he's pretty though. Busy. Good reason. I think he's pretty, I think he's pretty, on, pretty busy on the beach, so... Um, we wish him well, but um, boys, uh, to kick off the show, uh, will this will this show we will be break, broken into uh, three parts as as we did last week, and um, we will kick off uh, part one tonight looking at Group F. But before we get into group it, we've, we've gone. Or are we doing Group F? Group first? A. Sorry, my apologies. My apologies. We are going Group A. My apologies. I was looking at the wrong list there. Uh, so we will it's be kicking off Group basic Strike one, order. mate. Strike one. Yes, strike one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a B C D F G H I. Um, <laughs> so we will be starting off looking at Group E. But tonight, to kick off, we uh, Stefan, I will be passing over to you for a slightly different, um, a bit more of an international taste. Um, this yes, week, friend. so mate, yes. I, will, I will pass over to you, and um, yeah, I will let sticking, you kick off tonight's proceedings. Yeah, well, sticking with the theme of, uh, of of the World Cup and covering all things World Cup, um, just like to, uh, uh, as per usual, close your eyes, take a step back, and let's go back in football history. Radio, nineteen sixty-two World Cup on this day, Colombia came from 4-1 down to draw 4 all with the Soviet Union. That's incredible. Can you believe that? 4-1 down in the 56th minute. Can you give me the goal scorers? Uh, you got to give me a couple of minutes to, to, <laughs> to give you that, mate. No, I'm only kidding. But yeah, 4-1 four, four, four yeah, down. That's probably one of the biggest comebacks in the in, in World Cup history. What do you reckon? That's very interesting. Well, they were four, look at the look at the um go up, the times. Yeah. They were 4-1 down in the 56th minute. 56th minute. In the 76 minutes, that's 20 minutes later, it's 4 all. Unbelievable. Any notable scorers there? Wait, what year did you say? Sorry, what year? Uh, 1962. No, okay, so it was well before. I was thinking potentially like Valderrama or something. But, no, no, still in um, black and white. Goalkeepers were using their bare hands. <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah, there were no no, no branding, no, no uh, what's called advertising on the jerseys. Yeah, I swear back in that day as what's well, every goal that went then? in... You've got all the gear. I swear... I swear back. <laughs> I swear back you in that day. Take it all from me. <laughs> I swear. I swear every goal that you see from like back in those days in black and white. I swear, I don't know what it was with the nets, but every goal that went in cannoned straight back off the nets and back out again. I was like, buddy, made of concrete. They use they but, use um, actual barbed wire fencing for the goal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, just, well, um, I just wanted to say real quick, yeah. I've, got a, I've got a little extra one f- uh, f- for you guys. So, um, 1934, now we're going way back, 1934, on this day, uh, Yugoslavia beat Brazil 8-4 in a friendly. 8-4. There that, you go. Yugoslavia, they're throwing games left, right and centre here. Yeah, mate. Oh, do you want the oh, goal yeah. sc- I've got the goal scorers up as well, if you want the goal scorers. <laughs> oh, look, I... <I'm>, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, give it... Give, give it Gives a couple. Go on. All right. Eva Stevovic. There was 12. Ivo Stevovic scored in the ninth minute. Zvetislav <laughs> Glisovic has scored in the 23rd minute. Oh, mind you, Brazil went up 2-1. How does that even make sense? They both There was two goals scored in the eighth minute, which doesn't make sense. Um, Valdemar Del Brito scored in the eighth, and Leon, Leonidas scored in the eighth minute as well. So, two for the price of one. Hey, well, what a hectic minute. Yeah, I know, right? I know. They must have scored off, they must have scored off, the, uh, off the kickoff. Even though it wasn't on kickoff, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Anyway, eight four in a friendly. Oh, anyway, lads, lads, that was on this day in football history. We were absolutely treated then. Well, Thank two, you, Steph. Two for one, two for one, right now. Fantastic now, obviously, 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 each and every week, um, the, the the lads at TPO rankings um, looks after us, looks after looks after us. I'll try that again um, with all the scores and the doors. Um, we appreciate their help. Um, obviously, um, as I said at the top of the show, we want to stick towards the uh, World Cup theme, and there was a. Um, a, a massive amount of friendlies that that are, that are being taken place, mm-hmm. um, and will continue to, to take place leading up to the World Cup. You know, we're only eleven days away, so um, I just wanted to. What write, caught your eye, Steph? Uh, well, the biggest one, obviously, for us was um, uh, Australia getting up four nil um, against the Czech Republic. It was a, it was an. Absolute... Do we want to talk about that quickly? I think we should. I think it's only fair. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think you know that was probably one of our most dominant performances in recent <laughs> time. Um, it, it's mm-hmm. d- definitely given us. Um, or giving myself confidence leading into the World Cup that we do have a a, a, a squad that has a little bit of depth um, and that is strong and that can compete, you know, especially against a, a strong Czech Republic side. Um, yeah. But I know that leading up to the squads being announced, um, we spoke a lot about uh, Matthew Leckie and, you know, you, you can't really fault him. He did score a couple of goals as well, which, um, again, mm-hmm. again, it sort of comes back to what I said in that I think that the squad... We've got some depth in our squad, um, and it looks like everyone's. I was going to say Azani get on. Yeah, I was very happy to to see him get on, and not not only just get on, but also get selected for the squad as well. Yeah, um, I I think that needs to be, um, I guess it needs to be looked at in such a positive way for 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 young footballers. Um, that you know, this how how old is Azani? What nineteen? And he's and he's playing. Yeah, a, he's playing in a World Cup. So it's just it's, yeah, very promising. It's very exciting. I'm excited for the soccer. Route. It's it's good to see that Van Marwijk notices his potential and and what value he can bring to that squad. So it looks yeah. like he's going to get some some game time in you know come the World Cup. So um, it, it yeah, I think so. I think I think so for sure. So. Um, yeah, you know, there was a one or two worries, you know, sometimes we left a bit open at the back and mm. we gifted, you know, Czech Republic a couple of chances. You know, I thought, um, you know, and I, and I do rate him very highly, but I thought he did, you know, overall had a bit of a poor performance. That was Trent Sainsbury. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of shipped a few mistakes, you know, and we were lucky that the Czechs didn't pounce on them as, uh, you know, as, oh, you know, how would I say, deadly as, uh, as the French will be. So, you know, there was one or two things there, but I mean, yeah, look, it was great to see us attacking and playing, you know, you know, just going good guns sort of thing, you know. So um, it's um, yeah. I guess it would have been it would have been I think a bit of a setback if we'd even drawn yeah uh, that game. So it is nicely, obviously, you know, it's great to get a bit of confidence. Hopefully, they can get another win uh, this week, and then um, you know, 
head on into Russia. So it's uh, it's all happening. Yeah, so uh, yeah, promising sides for the Socceroos, which is uh, good to see. Um, uh, France France got up 3-1 against Italy. Obviously, Italy uh, uh, didn't qualify, I thought, for the World Cup. Um, but France put on a dominant performance. And um, just looking, uh, looking closely at, at that game, um, I, I, I did watch it and... You know, yes, they did have a dominant performance, but it just feels like they're playing. They were playing against a depleted uh, Italian side. Um, uh, fresh, I guess a fresh, a fresh Italian side. Yeah, as well. yeah. I guess they're, they're, as a as a as a country, they're um they're in a they're in a bit of a rebuilding phase. I mean, it's good to see Balotelli back in the back in the mix. And he, yeah, definitely. It's um, I think I think it's long overdue. Um, he's one of those players that sort of had all the potential, but uh, I think his head sort of got to him a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, France got up three one there. Um, let's just have a look here. England two one against Nigeria. Uh, that was a great game. I watched was. that game. Very that was very very exciting. Um, I mean, I think the whole world was uh, was just loving that. Uh, I mean, I have I still haven't got around that uh, Nigeria kit. Um, oh, but no, they played a really good. We played a. Re, they played a really. We. I'm not Nigerian. Oui. I wish I was. Yosip Esbodido. So, mate, you've just lost Steph's gone. gone. Oh, it's quality. So, you just but no, the complete they... opposite of Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, Ali Gabir. But um, yeah, you know, they were that was a great game. They they took it to the English, um, Nigeria, and I think you know, I mean that they're an exciting team. It was a great game of football. I did watch that. So, I mean, obviously, it would have been a bit worrying for England if they didn't get a result there. So, yeah, that's right. Um, um, Belgium, Belgium playing out a nil or draw against Portugal, and I think one of the biggest results coming out of um, the, the friendlies over the past couple of days is um, actually Austria getting up two one against Germany. Yeah, that was that was that was huge. We might talk about. Well, do we want to talk about the? Uh, do you want to get into your breaking news because there is a bit of breaking news around the German side, or is there any other results that caught your eye? Um. Well, let's. Uh, no. Nah, all the. I, I guess, guess Brazil. I guess, you, I guess you want to talk about El Salvador beating Honduras. That's not really. That's not really that exciting. Uh, Brazil beating Croatia, two uh, 0 Or Cape Verde beating Andorra, four two on pens. Uh, yeah, that's that. That was probably the highlight for me. Or Barbados <laughs> having a new law draw against Belize. <laughs> Where even is Belize? Unbelievable football. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. <laughs> um, oh uh, but, god. But yeah, I think. Um, uh, well, did you want to? Unbelievable. Did you want to discuss? Did you want to discuss the breaking news that came out of the German camp? Yeah, well, I guess you can get into your breaking news. Um, so I will. I'll, I'll let you let you talk about that, mate, because I'm pretty. I'm still pretty gobsmacked about it. So yeah, well, um, well, unfortunately, um, Leroy Sane. Um, I don't know how he's been left out of the uh, been left out of the German squad heading over to to the World Cup. It's just I'm just completely baffled, and I, I think you know both of you can agree that it's 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 very hard. It, who would who would who at the moment? I, I'm I'm gobsmacked. Who at the moment is is better in that position for the German side? There's there's no one. No, I mean there's he's no one. probably he's better than or he's been in better greater form than um many of the attacking you know attacking options in that side. So it's just yeah, I mean well me and Ollie were just talking about it just before we kicked off briefly like just like head gone like the poor. The poor kid, like you know, what's he's probably thinking there? He's probably scratching his, you know, scratching his ass. You know, to be to be honest, I didn't watch the uh, the game against Austria, um, but you know, he must be sitting there scratching his ass, thinking, 
bloody hell, like, you know, even if he didn't play good against, you know, well against Austria, I'm going to assume that other players didn't because they lost. So, and he must be sitting there thinking, buddy, like, you know, what have I got to do? You know, he's, what, second top assist uh, assister in Europe in the top five legs behind De Bruyne, of course. You know, young player of the year, um, you know, tore, tore the Premier League apart. Um, oh, head and shoulders above you know, everybody else. I can even remember, I mean, I mean, I watch, I mean, watching the, uh, the champ, you know, both, both times, the, the three times that Liverpool played them, um, in the twice in the Champions League and the one late on in the season, every time he picked up the ball, he was just like it was. He was the one player on the field, just like, oh my god, something's gonna happen, something's yeah. gonna happen, uh-huh. something's gonna happen. Um, so I mean, I feel for him because he would he probably would have made any other squad and or started maybe barring Brazil. Um, but yeah, you know, it's um, yeah, I, I'm still baffled. I mean, I, I feel for him because he's been he's been incredible. It's strange so, when you look at that squad. You know, if there is one type of weakness in the German squad, they might lack that flair and, and agility. And if there's one player that you're looking for that has that, it's it's Leroy Sane. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, Royce hasn't played either, has he? No, not, you know, he's been... not much at all. And you know, Julian Brandt, um, you know, is a world class player. But you know, for me, I'd have I would have Sane over him any day of the week. Yeah, well, you know, there must be um, you know, method to his method to Joachim's madness. So I'm sure we'll see in true course. But what do you think about like a player like um, Marco Royce being being included in that squad? You know, I, I don't. I think, think he's there because of, because of his whole devastating injury in the last World Cup. To be honest, because he's been injured ever you know almost every year since. Yeah. But surely um, a, a World Cup defending squad are not picking their their squad on on well, charitable. You got to ask yourself reasons. why did he pick him then? Well, then why did they pick Royce? You know, look if you look at his games that he's played, he, he hasn't played. You know, it's not like he's played. Week in week out for the last four years because he hasn't. Mm. I'm and, trying. To, I'm trying yeah. to look at that squad and, and identify what theme that they've gone with. I thought they might have left him out for. I mean, even for, what Mario for... Gomez is still. I believe Mario Gomez is there. Um, I still think you know Timo Werner will start um, up top. Um, but yeah, it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, disappointed for him. So I mean, obviously, if Germany go on and win the World Cup, this is you know no one, no one, this, no one utters a word about this again. Yeah, but, um, right. I mean, look, the kid's got time on his side, but you know, all in all, in looking at the present, it's it's very disappointing for him. Yeah, I think course, the whole world's on his side as well. I mean, hence, yeah, hence they all are, the articles they are. are up in arms about why baffled. why Leroy hasn't been selected. Yeah, well, I'm, we're going to drop. I'm going to. I'll be putting out uh, a video tomorrow actually um, about this to see. You know, get some get some reaction. Um, you know, because I'm sure, like you said, Ollie, a lot of people will be on his side. So. Um. Yeah. Well, well, boys, do we um do we want to kick off the show? Yeah, absolutely. Should we Should we look at um? Skitty Dawn. Uh, yeah. Skitty Dawn. An, an inch... What? Well, he's done it again. <laughs> ah, man. Every week. You're lucky you don't have to sit next to him. Every week. I'm gonna bleep that out. Please don't. <laughs> there's gonna be a beep beep beep, and then she's gonna be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but <laughs> but um, let's kick off the show. Uh, let's do it, Mister Mister Oliver Lamont. I will hand it over to you. You can uh, give us a rundown on Group E, my friend. Thank you very much. It uh, feels good to have the reins. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> leading the line tonight, we're uh, we're starting with Group E, with um, obviously the most notable uh, team within the group is Brazil. Um, to be honest, they're they're my picks for the World Cup, so I'm not going to have many bad things to say about them. I, I can't speak for you guys, but um, along yep. alongside them, they'll be they'll be Switzerland, um, Serbia. And, and Costa Rica, so I guess um, you know 
without further ado, we'll we'll break it down the ins and outs of of each team. You know, I'll get your boys' predictions on it all and and where to for yep. for Group B. So I guess um starting with Brazil, I mean, where do you start? To be honest, they've they clearly. <laughs> what are you laughing at? No, it's true. Like, where do you start? Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm looking gonna, at that squad. <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot, but I reckon that, um, yeah, look, I think they're a much more developed um, squad from the from the 2014 disappointment. I think um, <clears throat> they've got a much more holistic um, sort of structure to their team and, and less reliance on Neymar. You know, he got injured in that game against Colombia, I believe, and then they got absolutely pummeled. Obviously, everyone remembers the 7-1. Um, so... <clears throat> They've, they'll they'll be scarred from from that from the World Cup disappointment, and um, but yet they've given a, a new drive and, and something to prove. Um, so you know they've um, smashed qualifying. They look incredibly strong. Um, their depth, experience, all their players are versatile. You know they're able to play a defensive mid when they need in in Casimiro, Fernandinho, and, and Paulinho, or, or turn it up with players like Coutinho, Willian, and Firmino, and, and play that you know, attacking Brazilian style that everyone's so familiar with. Um, so I guess looking at um, the key players, I mean, personally for me, I think Coutinho is is that playmaker. He, he's the string puller in the middle. He has that connection with Neymar um, as well as the experience with Firmino as well as the, all the other Premier League players within that squad. So um, Phil, is, Phil is my standout for Brazil. And then um, I think, uh, you know, Espo, who, do you, who, who would you say is your... Uh, is your key player in that in that Brazilian squad? Yeah, well, I mean, you can't obviously you can't go past you can't go past Neymar. Yeah, I mean that's um, that's true. I didn't want to pick out the obvious one. I thought no, I'd no, 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 no. But yeah, like, you, no. But at the same time, but at the same time, like it's it's how um, it's like when we've spoken off air before about Madrid and how you know when he was playing, you know that that link between. I've always said for a while that Benzema was you know the most important player in that Madrid side because he was the one that could link Bale and Ronaldo together. And, you know, obviously you've got your, well, you know, your upper echelon player in Neymar. You know, Coutinho's probably just around about there as well. Mm. Firmino, not far off. Gabriel Jesus, obviously full of potential. I mean, like we've said, they're all over the park. But, you know, you can have all these great players, but if you don't if you don't have, you know, a crux in the middle, you know, tying it all together, mm. then, you know, it's... Um, I think that's why you know, it, th- it could come be their undoing. So definitely, I, I'd say you know they're. I don't know how they're going to line up, but maybe that midfield three of Casemiro, Paulinho, and Coutinho. You know, definitely Coutinho is going to have to be uh, immense um, in tying it all together. But yeah, I, I, maybe even for me, Casemiro because he's going to have to be an absolute workhorse. Um, that's what he does best. And, I mean, it's nothing new to Casemiro. So. No, exactly. Exactly. And I think so, that's why I highlighted, you know, I didn't go with the obvious with Neymar because he's the main man of the squad. He's the poster boy. But in terms of key players, I mean, he's two years ago probably, yes, but key players and, and players that are integral to that team, the the workload is much more distributed between them now, hence why I highlighted Phil, um, you know, because yeah. he, will, he will feed the ball to Neymar and, and Neymar will be looking for him rather than looking for the ball, if that makes sense. No, exactly, exactly. So, well, I mean, just the other day, actually, I um, I downloaded the uh, the FIFA update. I was playing the World Cup. It's not bad, uh, hey. World Cup. Uh, it's it's decent. I, I like it. Mm. And um, I mean, yeah, I, I kicked off playing with uh, Brazil. Oh, I played that muck around with my mates. You and got we mates? Just like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, online, online. <laughs> right, right, that's right. Online. So you playing with four year olds? That's that's a bit weird. Yeah. 
Uh, no, no, no. Anyway. No. This is going downhill. <laughs> yeah. Just quietly, um, just quietly, sorry, with that Brazilian squad, any chance of a last name? It's all first Yeah, names. Roberto Firmino. That's Gabriel what... Jesus. No. Philip Coutinho. No. Augusto Fernandinho. No. Deep inside Douglas from Costa. Steph. Allison, Cassio, Edison, Danilo, Fanga. Just all first names. Anyway, um, anyway, um, anyway. Uh, sorry, the question. Yeah, sorry, and yeah, I was just I was I was playing with the Brazil squad, and I was just like, it's like the Spanish squad. It's just that's why these teams. This is why these teams will, will be there in the end because their depth is just mm. like ridiculous. Like it's something goes wrong. Okay, we'll slide him in. You know, something goes wrong, we'll slide him in. You know, so you know, I think Jesus will start. Jesus gets yeah, into so Jesus. I'm having a bad game. All right, we'll chuck in Firmino. No problem. You know, like it's just it's just a it's just a wealth of talent mm-hmm. over and over again over and over again and obviously their coach you know I want to look at um, you know Tite yeah. I believe it is Tite yeah it is you know obviously he's been successful in the past um, away from Brazil with uh, Gremio and uh, Corinthians as I believe that is pronounced um, but the pressure um, of coaching this Brazilian squad um, and they will be out to uh, reconcile that semi-final um, by going almost all the way, so I think the the um, the amount of quality and the level of quality will be matched by the level of expectation. So not only the world, but Brazilian, like Brazilians in the country, they know how talented this squad is. Like this is a this is a squad just as talented as O two, uh, as O six, as as talented as any World Cup squad that we've seen in a long time. Because across the park, they're just ridiculous. Maybe four years ago, they they had the home the home advantage. But, you know, a few of these players here weren't really um, as, how would I say, experienced. Like, you know, key players in, on, on the field and especially in that midfield. You know, Casemiro was four years younger. So was William Coutinho. I don't believe it was even I don't think he was there. in the squad. No, he was. He, he didn't make the squad. He didn't even make the squad. So, um, you know, obviously since then he's gone on to be, you know, one of the best attacking midfielders in the world, if not the best attacking midfielder in the world. Um, so, yeah, I think the time is the time is now for Brazil so, um, I mean, you, you can't count them out. I've got them. I I have them in the final uh, against Spain. I believe it's possible. Um, so, yeah, it, it's very hard to go past this side. Steph, your thoughts, mate? Oh, they're, they're, always, they're always in the mix for, you know, quarter, quarter semi and finalists. Um, they're always going to be a strong side. They just produce, um, they just pre- produce the world's greatest footballers. Um, or some of the world's greatest footballers, and I think they have a really good mix. They've got a really, really young side, so um, hopefully these guys are, um, uh, are are up for the task. Um, in terms of in terms of the the group, I think um, they've got one, in terms of one of the being one of the big powerhouses of the World Cup. I think they have a relatively easy group. Um, that's not to say that you know. Oh, it's a tricky oval for them, but it's tricky for the rest. Yeah. Yeah, tricky for the rest, but I'm just saying for for, for Brazil, I think it it would be very easy for them. It's, it's very easy for them. To, it's expected that they top the group. I think it's very easy that oh, they can top the group. Three wins would be expected. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, and I think it it all it all come down to I guess, you know, if they can win their first two games comfortably, they can rest a couple of their players moving into the, um, or going into the the the, the, the second final, third game. Yeah, the the second tier games at the final sixteen, and um, that they can push on from there, but. Um, you know, when you look at other teams like Costa Rica, you know, Navash is going to be key 
absolutely key. I mean, he he had a stellar 2014 World Cup. Um, mm-hmm. He really put himself on the map there, and I think he's he's going to be vital for that um, side to uh, for that side success. A lot of their players play out of the US, so um, you know they've got players like uh, Rodney Wallace. Um, Giancarlo Gonzalez plays out of uh, Bologna, plays in Italy. Brian Ruiz is still there. He's the captain, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, killing it. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's it's easy. Like you said, it's it's easy. It's, it's going to be a relatively... I mean, it's going to be looked at as a relatively easy group to get out of for Brazil, but for the other three, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be battling. Yeah, well, let's... Do we want to... Uh... Ollie, head on, head on down to uh, Switzerland. Yeah, let's do Switzerland, mate. Um, yeah. Switzerland looked really good in qualifying. I think they took mm-hmm. uh, 27 out of 30 um, available qualifying points. So they're a team not to be underestimated. Obviously, they're, they've got key players like uh, the, the Alpine Messi there in Jordan Shakiri and um, yeah. sitting deep in the... <laughs> sitting. Sitting deep in the middle of the park, you've got um, Jordan Shakiri as well, whose distribution on his day is um, is second to none. Um, he's he's going to be integral to that team as to not lose his head because watching him in the Premier League over the last season or two, um, he really loses his head sometimes and he's got his disciplinary, disciplinary issues. Um, so that'll mm-hmm. be one to watch for sure. Um, an interesting point was their their manager Vladimir uh, Petkovic. He um you know he's Petkovic. he's yeah however you pronounce it. Um, he, he's been in Switzerland for a while. Um, he, he established himself at the Young Boys there um, for managing 131 games and winning 78 of them. Wow. Um, so he's been the manager of Switzerland <laughs> since 2014 and had a win rate at about 61%. Um, and not to okay. mention his, um, his time with Lazio, um, where he won the Coppa Italia in 2013. So this manager um, as well is no stranger to, to winning, but I guess, um, you know, they're... Um, <clears throat> They're they're not as as you know exciting as as a Brazil squad and there's not much more to know about them, um, mm. which which may play in their strength that they can come up as the underdog and and get a, a couple of good results because you know I think their squad is very capable of beating Serbia as well as Costa Rica. Um, so obviously Brazil being the favourites, um, the next three that second qualifying spot will be will be one to watch for sure. Um, yeah, very exciting. Although I'm just thinking those. When it, when each of those sides play each other, they're going to be great games, mm. like great World Cup games. I so, agree. I agree. Um, you know, it's um. So Steph, what would what were your thoughts, mate, about Switzerland? Obviously, they're very um, very what you see is what you get with Switzerland. You know, some of these squads, you know, like we've we've spoken about France. You know, they could be potentially be a hit or miss. Whereas it always seems like Switzerland, especially in the last four World Cups that they've made. They've been like you know what you've gotten with them. They've been very very hard yeah. to break down. Obviously, the year that Spain went on to win it, Switzerland were the only team to beat them and beat them three one. That's right. That's so, right. So I think um, it, it, you know qualified it, out and they got out of their group. Sorry, my apologies. Got out of their group only to be beaten by Argentina late, late at the death. Very late. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think I think if if the, if any team's going to test Brazil in this group, it will be Switzerland. Um, in my opinion, I think Switzerland Switzerland um, uh, will, will finish second behind Brazil. Um, I think I think this will be um, Stefan Licksteiner's last World Cup as well. Um, I know that he just he's just uh, yep. recently left Juventus, and um, you know it was hard to see him go. Fantastic he's, player, yeah. He's, he's a he's a fantastic defender. Um, he'll be leading the side out. So, um, so yeah, I, I think personally, I think Brazil will top the group. Switzerland will um, will finish second. Serbia third, and uh, Costa Rica fourth. Okay, well, looking at um, Ola, do we want to? Um, We'll jump down to what I believe it is, Serbia. Yep. Um, 
Well, I guess I can say the only thing that I can really say is that um, for me, actually, see, that's why I can't, I can't split these three teams. Um, you know, because Switzerland are so, you know, strong. They're extremely strong. Costa Rica obviously made the quarterfinals of the last World Cup. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there would almost be an expectation uh, of all Costa Ricans that they would get out of the group. But Serbia, again, have, a, you know, have some extremely experienced players, um, you know, in, in crucial areas of their fi- of, the, of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't go past, obviously, Kolarov and Ivanovic at the back, who I like. Absolute journeyman uh, throughout Europe now. Obviously, yep. Matic, probably one of the most underrated um, centre midfielders in, in uh, world football. Um, you know, it was crucial for Chelsea when they won the league. Um, it was still... Very strong for United this year, obviously, in finishing second. And um, even someone like uh, Mr. Mitrovic, um, who was obviously on, obviously on loan from um, from Newcastle. And he was, I mean, you ask, you know, if we, if we got Matt on the show tonight, you know, obviously uh, loves his full and mid. So Mitrovic was, you know, it was huge since they, since they, got, since they got him in January. And um, probably one of the main reasons why they managed to get up um, back into the Premier League, just that... Having that, and for for Serbia as well, you know, having someone like, you know, I'm just thinking here, someone like Matic, Matic has a fantastic passing range, but being able to, for Matic, being able to find a striker that can hold up a ball, especially in a league like the Championship, I mean, obviously where he's going to be coming up, coming up against, you know, some world-class defenders, but, you know, in the Championship, it's a very, very dog-eat-dog, it's a very, very tough league. Yes. Um, and, but, you know, having someone that can hold a ball, turn a defender and, you know, he scored a lot of goals that way, you know, and um, and then obviously allowing their attackers to get through. Um, you know, Dusan Tadic as well, another fantastic player. So they like again, they they're they're a huge squad. They're all established um, players, haven't? Yeah, that's it. They're not world class. They're not world world class. You know, like upper upper echelon, but they're another one of these dangerous teams. Like we were talking about Morocco the other night, because they just have a lot of players that have played at a good level, and and still continue to so. Yeah, well, you, that's what I. You, that's what you I pretty much covered everything that I had to say about Serbia as well. I mean, um, as well as their manager is another interesting one. Um, he he was capped fifty nines for his country, but um, as as a manager, there's not really much to know about him either. Um, he's only been in charge since October uh, last year, um, and mm-hmm. he was appointed as as caretaker and then only promoted to the head role, um, right. <clears throat> to at least the end of the World Cup. So there, you know, that top job there is is still up in the air as to whether he's going to be the man for the job come the end of the World Cup, we'll just see. But um, that could be their, their undoing and their frailties there, Serbia, or it, it could yep. boost them to, to lift in and get a result for their manager as well. So Yeah, well, it's um, interesting. I mean, we've, we've, I guess we, we should, we'll, do we want to look? We'll look at Costa Rica. Um, Ollie, you can give us a rundown on Costa Rica before we really wrap up. The group, because I feel like I'm just repeating myself. The more I think about this group, the more I see just how this is almost another group of death. Because it's just uh, you know one world class team and three fantastic sides. So yeah, definitely. Well, I guess I think um, Costa Rica was a, a little bit of a fairy tale last year. I mean, last World oh, Cup definitely. were they not? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So again, they'll be hoping for for more of that. Um, they've got Kayla Navas, you know, who's Steph touched on it before. He's um he's a world class keeper obviously and, and he'll give some mm-hmm. defence 
uh, some confidence um, just purely because of his ability. And, um, yeah, they, they do have a nice mix of, of experience and, and young, exciting talent in that squad. Obviously, um, we mentioned him before, Brian Ruiz. Um, you know, you've got Joel Campbell as well, who, who has a lot of potential in, in his ability. Um, who else is in that squad? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's 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 a really nice mix. And um, I think, you know, they, again, they're not to be underestimated because they can bring something to the table. And, and um, you know, they're, they're headed up by Oscar Ramirez, who you know, who's one of the most decorated managers in, in Costa Rican football. Um, <clears throat> I think he's been the head coach since about 2015. And um, so he knows this Costa Rican side well. He knows what they're fully capable of and, and he'll look to exploit that um, come come the World Cup. Yeah, for sure. Well, Steph, you uh, mate, you, you want to chuck in some thoughts there, mate? In regards, to, in regards to Costa Rica? No, I was. Um, we we're just talking about um, Belize. <laughs> well, look, mate, I've I, I already touched on Costa Rica before. I think um, um, you know, Ollie just said it. Navash is Navash is, is one of those players that, that Costa Rica will sort of look to. I think he was key for when they did make the um, the quarterfinals of the last World Cup. Um, he was key to their success, and you know, uh, like like Ollie mentioned, the they've got. They've got a fairly decent squad that, that 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 play in 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 the world's best leagues. So, you know, like you said, we've been repeating ourselves with this group. You've got a world class team in, in Brazil and then some um, fantastic, exciting um, teams in Costa Rica, Brazil, and uh, sorry, Costa Rica, Serbia, and Switzerland. So, so yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like it's well, I'm just looking here. I've just got a rundown. Um, of the Costa Rican squad here. I'm just looking at, you know, where they're playing and, um, you know, they're, again, again, you know, like Ollie, I think you've summed it up, you know, the the experience and the, the youth, you know, they've got quite a lot of players playing in the MLS, um, which is, you know, more than a, a fantastic league these days. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, growing by the year and as you mentioned, Steph, you know, um, Giancarlo Gonzalez playing at Bologna, you, you know, you've got Christian Gam. Uh, Gambo are playing uh, out of Celtic, you know, who are obviously untouchable at the moment in Spain. Um, they do have Brian Oviedo, um, who has played, had, had experience in the uh, Premier League, obviously playing at a flailing uh, Sunderland at the moment. Sure. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't go, you can't go past, you know, your Brian Ruiz's. Yeah, your Joel, Joel Campbell was like scintillating uh, last World Cup. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, for, well, for me, I'll kick off, you know, as we wrap up part one, you know, for me, that group, obviously, I think we can all agree, you know, Brazil will be on top uh, in that group. I just think they've got way too much. Um, but that that group, I, I, I'm going to have to say, uh, again, I'm going to have to say Brazil, uh, sorry, Switzerland and Serbia fought it out for second. Um, but as good as, you know, I've just talked about um, Costa Rica, can they go and do it again? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, so for me, they're going to be my fourth. Um uh, team finishing last. Um, my my interesting match. I mean, I can't go past. Um, I can't go past Switzerland, Serbia. I think that'll be a a real fantastic game. Um, you know, I think if results go the way you know I'm thinking they would, that game is going to be massive. Yeah. Um. So and my standout player, I'm probably going to say you know obviously going bar, past the obvious in Brazil. 
I'd like to think that yeah, maybe um, you know, Nemanja Matic could have a fantastic um, could have a fantastic group stage, hopefully longer. Um, and yeah, that that's me. Um, so, what are your boys' thoughts on that group? Because it's you know almost impossible to pick from you know second down. Mm, definitely. Well, obviously, um, Brazil to top it comfortably. There's no need to really elaborate any more on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna. I think you're right. Switzerland and and um, Serbia battling it out. I'm gonna switch places and I'm gonna go Serbia um, for for second place and, and qualify mm-hmm. um, for Switzerland third. And, and Costa Rica, yeah, they'll, um, you know, I, I don't, you know, as, as good as they are, I, I don't think they'll um, they'll get out of that last place spot, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, would you, would you, would I, would I be wrong in saying you reckon that'd only be like a point or two yeah, between um, if that. Uh, Serbia and Switzerland? Yeah, d- oh yeah, Maybe definitely. a bit of for and against? Maybe a bit of for and against? Yeah, it could be. Um, you know, I think we're hoping for, for a nail-biter like that, so um, mm. it'll be cool to see. Um, my stand-up player, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with um, Alison Becker, the the Brazilian keeper. There's a lot of focus on um, on Brazil's attack and, and what they can bring to the table. But Do you think I, he's going to play? Yeah, yeah I think. I want to ask you that. Do you think he's going to play <clears throat> over Edison? Yeah, I think he might. Over Edison and Allison. What? Over Edison and Allison. That's who I'm picking, Allison. Oh, sorry. I thought you was like what? Oh, sorry, Allison Becker. My apologies. There's no, there's no last names here. Steph was right. There's no first names. All last Sorry. names. Anyway, I'm going for Allison. There's been a lot of talk with him at Roma. Um, Rumours circulating. So I just think the it's written in the stars for him to to break out and, and put on a huge performance. And there's always one standout goalkeeper for the tournament. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 tipping Allison to have a have a blinder. And then he can come to Liverpool. That's right. Hmm. Maybe that's what I was leading <laughs> to. At an inflated thirty million pounds. No, no, I don't. I don't anyway, what was the next one? Um, no, I think that was it. Oh, cool. Standout player. That was it. Well, um, fellas, um, did, off to a good start. Did Steph have a, a go? Or start. Did you give yes, you... Oh, did Steph have a go? Well, I, I touched and on And that'll do us for tonight. So. Uh, yeah, hard. I touched on it. Oh, my apologies. I touched on it before, uh, but I'll just run, th- run through it again quickly. Uh, Brazil, the top of the group. Um, Switzerland to finish up second, Serbia third, and uh, Costa Rica fourth. Um, my standout player, um, again, it's going to come from the uh, Brazilian squad, and I think um, Phil Coutinho. I think it's um, it's definitely um, uh, the stage for him to sort of step up. We know we obviously know that he's a class player, and he, he had a dream move to Barcelona um, from mm-hmm. Liverpool. Sorry, boys, I know it's a touchy subject. Um, no, not anymore. To be honest, oh, we were just talking about it before. Not to be honest, you know. Well, that's good. We, we, we've moved on. That's good. So some have, some have, some have. No, I'm really kidding. I still haven't changed all my. I still haven't changed all my uh, all my passwords. <laughs> I can't be bothered. <laughs> um, They're slowly transferring over from Coutinho to Bobby, and then a um, illustrious set of numbers. I think Esper um, just gave out his passwords. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can guarantee you, it's not just Coutinho. Okay, <laughs> and I guarantee you, there's nothing interesting there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think it's it's definitely um, the stage for him to sort of step up and showcase that it, um, you know a he deserves to be in that Barcelona squad um, and b that he is one of the world's best uh, best midfielders. So continue to be my standout player uh, of that group. Okay, all right, well, um, boys, I think that was a good start to uh, to the show. Obviously, part one. So um, I look forward to uh, catching up tomorrow night. It will be for the, um, so part one, you know, for our listeners, part one will be out tomorrow morning. Uh, first thing tomorrow, well, first thing 
you know, you are you are listening to it right now. We hope, <laughs> hopefully, be in the Tuesday morning. Kind of got my times mixed up there. And then uh, part two will be out uh, on Wednesday, Wednesday and then morning, part yes, three Wednesday on morning. Wednesday morning and then part three on Friday. Yes. So, uh, gentlemen, I uh, look forward to talking to you tomorrow night. We'll uh, reconvene then. Hasta la vista. Two. All right. Ciao. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Buon noto. Thank <laughs> you.